0: I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And welcome to Haley Hates Everything. I pick a
1: surprise topic.
0: And I get high and opinionated so we can discuss it together.
1: So grab a snack and hang out with us for
0: Haley Hates 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 Everything.
1: Everything. Hello and welcome to the Season 1 final full-length episode, other than when we got some bonus episodes coming to the rest of the year. But season one, final full episode, essentially. What do you think, Haley? Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, it'll be nice to have a break for a little bit because I have, like, a shit ton of stuff to do the next couple of weeks. But yeah. I'm looking forward to coming back with a lot of fun stuff. And, you know, we won't be gone too long. It's not like we're going yeah. away forever, like, a really long time. But, you know, I'm probably going to miss it. But honestly, for the the time that we're away, which again, won't be that long, but I don't have a definitive date for you yet on when we're coming back, (laughs) but we do have a lot of fun stuff planned, so I am excited to get to that, but you know, I'm trying to stay in the moment and I will do my best to enjoy whatever you're going to present to me for the final full length episode of the season. I'm, I'm honestly quite worried because he's kept it under wraps. And I have no idea what to expect.
1: And I had her just now take her her edible, so right. Because about something's... an hour, it should be starting to kick in. Because we're watching a movie for this this episode.
0: Okay, right. Which you know, I did know because you're giving me the gummy now, and you told me I had to
1: watch something. So, what is it? Uh, we are getting near. October and Halloween's getting that Uh sort of season. Oh, shit. And you kind of did see some of my uh, YouTube history. A
0: long time ago about, like, haunted dolls and stuff.
1: Oh, snap.
0: Is that what we're doing?
1: Oh, yes. Haunted dolls.
0: Oh. My. God. (laughs) Y'all. No. Dolls. Dolls are shifty. And I don't trust them. And I especially don't trust a fucking haunted doll. So, <laughs> are, what movie are we watching?
1: Well, I figured if we were watch a haunted doll's one, why not w- watch the one that's most like a how-to video? We're watching Annabelle Creation.
0: Aw, oh, fucking Annabelle. I hate that bitch. <laughs> I hate Annabelle.
1: <laughs> so, in theory, we should find out how to make a good haunted doll. I mean, this this doll's like quite haunted
0: No, look i'll tell you how to make a haunted doll curse some people (laughs) Uh, you need blood drawn from someone you've got to murder someone in its presence there's got to be something real shady going on (laughs) and i don't want to just say witchcraft because as a witch myself it's not about demon worship so i don't want to get into that because Mm, that's usually the the, the line of thinking that movies and, and everything take you down, that if it's witch-related, it's devil worship. Witches don't worship the devil because they don't believe in the devil. So squash all of that stuff that you know. There's got to be, you can't just make a haunted doll. There are sacrifices to be made, and most of them are human. So I, I don't want to make a haunted doll. I, I, I don't even want to get to know Annabelle, quite frankly.
1: I guess we're going to find out exactly how they went about making it and see what happens. Also, I'm sure it'll be all good.
0: What kind of freak show sets out to make a haunted doll? Who's like, you know what? This little doll isn't creepy enough. Let me make it haunted. (laughs) Let me hate this doll. I don't get it. I don't know why that would be a thing you'd want to (laughs) do.
1: Well, you're going to find out the reasons, I suspect.
0: (laughs) I guess so. Well, wish me luck. Pray for me if that's what you do. I gotta go watch Annabelle. Shit. All
1: right. We will be back. All right. We back. We just watched Annabelle Creations on HBO Max.
0: That we did we sure did y'all the things i do but i will say first of all thank you sean for making popcorn oh yeah because when we were getting ready to go watch the movie i was like oh are you gonna make me popcorn i didn't think he would have thought about that but he did and he was already (laughs) planning to do it and he made me some popcorn in the skillet it wasn't just a bag of popcorn that you put in the microwave it was skillet popcorn (laughs) y'all And he was delicious. It's been a long time since I had popcorn. <laughs> it was really good.
1: <laughs> Got a pretty good percentage of the kernels popped and everything, too.
0: Yeah, I think without he Without
1: burning the popcorn.
0: Way better than Orville Redenbacher does, <laughs> quite honestly.
1: Hopping right into this movie.
0: Yeah, so we're going to kind of talk about what we saw, uh, what we observed as the highlights of this film about a haunted doll.
1: Before we get into spoilers.
0: Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I was going with this. Okay. We're going to talk about the movie. So if you don't want to know and you want to watch it on your own for some reason, then (laughs) stop it here and then come back after you watch the movie. And so then you will hear our observations (laughs) of this whole thing. And buckle up. Get yourself some popcorn as well. Okay? Because this is like, there's some, there's some jumps.
1: Do you recommend people watching Um, Annabelle Creations?
0: Oh, man. Yeah, I do. You know what? I don't watch scary movies that often. It's something I try to stay away from because I will have nightmares. These images will come back to haunt me, Hmm. sometimes when I least expect it. You know, I feel like people who grew up feeling like their own life was a nightmare aren't really (laughs) into scary movies. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't I don't really like being terrified more than I possibly could have already been terrified. (laughs) And so I try to stay away from them. But sometimes it is fun. And I like to I like to watch a little bit chiller Halloween movies, you know, (laughs) when we get into that season. And sometimes instead of handing out candy to children will just turn off the lights and watch some scary movies Mm -hmm. at halloween time like on halloween night yeah and i think it's been a little bit since we did that because i again trying to stay (laughs) away from scary movies you know that you know what really turned me off scary movies and this is going to be controversial trump (laughs) after him i don't want to see anything scary thank you we've we've lived it it's enough so, yes, I would recommend if you want to watch a scary movie, this is decent it's decent. it's a fun <laughs> watch it there are some some scary things, but I was kind of able to separate it from reality enough
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: that I could just kind of enjoy the little scares of it all yeah. and yell at how stupid everybody is. <laughs> And not take it to bed with me, you know, and it kind of reminded me of just like snuggling up on the couch fall time watching some movies and the popcorn (laughs) made it really enjoyable too. get yourself some popcorn for this. (laughs) I think that really helped. Mm, Yeah. Just set the tone of like going to a movie theater, which we haven't done in, true Lord, years. Years. So, you know, I really miss, I really miss movie theater popcorn. And sometimes your mom will pick some up. Like a movie theater downtown still sold popcorn during the whole pandemic to try to help them stay afloat. Yeah, And so every now and then on a Friday, she'd go pick some up and drop a big old bag off yeah with us and it was really nice because that's one thing i definitely missed was (laughs) just the whole thing of like going to a movie and having the popcorn
1: they'd even sell like you could get like a whole garbage bag full of popcorn (laughs) yeah it was one of the
0: options (laughs) (laughs) way too much popcorn for two people that would be we could barely make it through the the big popcorn bag yeah yeah like even that some got stale because we just couldn't handle all that popcorn yeah but just, just to get the flavor you know
1: And FYI, you can always heat it up a little bit in the microwave. Oh, y'all. Oh,
0: my God, y'all. Did y'all know that? (laughs) Because it had never dawned on me to put the popcorn in the microwave and heat it up. Sean did this whenever we had popcorn last, which was a little while ago. And it blew my fucking mind (laughs) because I never thought about heating up popcorn. But, yeah. y'all, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> it's super yum yum, and I definitely recommend it.
1: A little life hack for you.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we, we don't have to call everything a hack just because it's different. No cap. Oh, Lord, you're getting all of it in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it has been a season, but... <laughs> But yes, y'all get some popcorn, go watch the movie, and then come back, because we're about to talk about it.
1: Yep. It's spoilie time.
0: Spoilies! (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my little tag thing. (laughs) I should put some music under it and make it a whole thing. Oh yeah, nice. It's spoilies! (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, do we just jump into it? I guess so. All right, we are Annabelle creation. We see Annabelle being made by this Geppetto motherfucker in a Mm -hmm. barn, and he lives somewhere in the Midwest. Just
1: doll pieces hanging from the rafters. Yeah,
0: that's real creepy. I don't know why you would need to hang the doll parts from the ceiling at any point in their creation.
1: The thing that kind of creeps me out a bit, too, is like, how does this guy... I mean, it's like chubby baby parts, right? Right, where does this guy? Is he just carving these? You know, this <laughs> does, does he just like remember his own child and be like, "Oh yeah, okay, this is a chubby little thigh." You gonna... saying
0: where is he getting the inspiration? and yeah. Why does he know child parts so well? Yeah, I those are legitimate questions.
1: Okay, yeah, uh, it, uh, it was weird.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how a grown man gets into dolls.
1: Yeah, crafting a. A chubby little baby body torso with no arms or legs you know yeah i don't know i guess he carves it, it uh, i don't know it's weird
0: yeah i guess annabelle is wooden she has wood parts yeah know? i
1: guess i guess to start out this seems to be kind of like depression times or something maybe Yeah, like
0: 1920s ish that's yeah, what i thought too like essentially she, this guy is goes... the man of the house and his wife is we find out later, I guess, makes the doll clothes for the dolls that he makes. So they're both in this together, making the dolls.
1: This had to have been the late 40s. Oh, really? Jumping. We'll, we'll come back, but so there's like, it starts out and then it's 12 years later. And at the very end of the movie, it's another 12 years later. Right. So that's like 24 years later. And I think that's got to be like early 70s or something like that. I thought that's mm. where...
0: Based on the clothing, yeah, I would yeah. say that. Okay, you're right. It's just, you know, all, that far back, it all looks... Yeah, true. ...equally devastating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, this dusty house. It's yeah. a giant house with an amazing porch. Haley loved the porch. Oh,
0: my God. Y'all, I want a wraparound porch so bad. <laughs> That's bucket list house thing. I want a big old porch. <laughs> that The southern lady in me wants a big old porch. And she wants to drink her tea <laughs> out on the veranda <laughs> and say, ah, to Kalea a lot. And hopefully she will one day. But, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. If that house had been fixed up a little bit and, what, it wasn't in such a dusty location? Yeah, really. Like, I want <laughs> want a stream. I want a forest. I want, I don't know, like a a separate building that is my, like studio but it was a great i mean it was a great house yeah especially for that time and the porch was amazing it was like it was like if dorothy was rich (laughs) like from a rich family that's the look of this place less greenery too it was real brown (laughs) it was very brown yeah i would even i would even say like somewhere in nevada you know you're like some dusty part of arizona that whole place is dust no offense anyone who's from there i hate it
1: (laughs) hate arizona
0: (laughs) sorry (laughs) the grand canyon's pretty but you know
1: so it turns out this guy's the one who makes annabelle and apparently she's one of a hundred
0: she also kind of looks like bianca del rio who is a drag queen you guys remember false drag race she has that look about her to me.
1: Yeah, she's she's clean. At least she starts out clean in this one. She doesn't look quite as creepy as she does in the other movies.
0: Uh, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I think that bitch looks creepy no matter what. She's got creep all about her. <laughs>
1: Oh, I guess speaking of other movies, I, I I think we've seen The Conjuring, which I think had Annabelle in it a little bit.
0: I don't remember. I block it out if it's too scary.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I But I'm not sure if we've seen much else in the, the Conjuring cinematic universe, which includes mm. the various Conjuring movies, Annabelle, The Nun.
0: They start out showing you this family. It's the, the man and the woman. They have a child. The moment I knew this was a horror movie, the family was happy. (laughs) They were laughing and they were like, oh, we love you forever. I was like, somebody's going to (laughs) die. Right now, somebody's going to die. And I was right. And this, see, this is what gives me a complex my entire life. If somebody's happy, that means some shit is about to go sour. And I don't know. I don't really know at what point that started, but I'm terrified of things being too good mm. because then it means something bad is probably going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And that fucking terrifies me. <laughs> so I know the moment things are going to go bad when everybody's feeling good. <laughs> uh, it's a bummer, you guys. It's like so I was right, and the daughter gets hit by a car just out of the blue now this guy who was driving was a total dick yeah he is booking it in a, an old ass 1940s pickup truck down this dusty ass road and they're very thin roads yeah and this family that we have met annabelle's family essentially she that their their car broke down their truck broke down yep. the dad is trying to change the tire he is in basically the middle of the road. <laughs> the mom sees the car coming, says a car is coming. I'm going to flag them down to see if they'll help us. And this truck just zooms by them. Doesn't even slow down, which no, I think is the first thing that just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah. Dick move.
0: The the dad is trying to change the tire. He's pulling it and pulling it and pulling it. I don't know how tires work. This thing pops <laughs> off like a nail or something. Nut. Okay, a lug nut. Jesus. And the little girl dumbly says, I don't get it, and runs out into the road to get this lug nut. Now, she already heard that a car was coming. And no matter what, if you're near a road, you should look both ways. So (laughs) it's really everybody's fault here, and the mom didn't, like, tell the kid specifically to just stay in the fucking car. I don't understand but the kid. The kid jumps out in the road like a dumbass, And gets hit by a car. And that's it. She's done. She's gone. Yep. She dead. Her name was B. That's all we know. And she was a little girl. Like, I'd say seven, six.
1: Yeah, I I have no idea. I don't know
0: how old kids are just by looking at them. No.
1: Yeah, I can't tell either.
0: They're very tricky woo. Yeah. Okay, so.
1: From there, it just cuts.
0: Just cuts. 12 years later.
1: Yep.
0: And... This bus full of orphans (laughs) is going out into the country in this dusty ass place. And we're like, oh, shit, we know where they're going. (laughs) It's to this house. And the man and woman are now taking in this orphanage of, you know, orphaned girls. I'd say ages, I don't know, 8 to 18 or I don't know, something like that. Something like that. And so there's one of each age. <laughs> they just kind of go up <laughs> upstairs. Yeah, this six ish. Girls, yeah. yeah. And this really hot nun. <laughs> this lady's really pretty. She kind of reminds me of rosario dawson
1: oh yeah true she
0: has that kind of look about her Mm -hmm. and just like the way that she carries herself i was expecting her to actually get with the dad during this movie (laughs) because she was very attractive and he was obviously not doing well when we meet him he's just grumpy as fuck (laughs) and i thought okay well some they said something happened to his wife we don't know what's happened yet He's grumpy as fuck. And here's this hot nun coming in. <laughs> and obviously this is not like a, a Chester Molester movie, so he can't get with these little young girls. He's got to go for the nun, and then that becomes an issue because you know, somehow they're going to bring the religion thing into it. And, and make her actually, you know, wanting to feel pleasures of the flesh some kind of sinful thing because she's a woman i thought that's kind of where we were gonna go i didn't know where annabelle was gonna come into that but i didn't care i was like let's see this nun, just be happy and do her thing
1: None but that's not group how back yeah yeah,
0: yeah that's not how it went so i'm not giving nope. anything away there but this house then becomes an orphanage now the man and the woman still live there but these girls and the nun are now living in the house, and so they all pick their rooms and everything. People are, you know, getting moved in. The nun moves into her room, and there's a dumb waiter in her room, <laughs> and suddenly the dumb waiter's just open. Now, here's here's another issue I have. When people in these in these movies, shows, whatever you have, whatever, when they go up the stairs when they know shit is shady, when they peer into the darkness, willingly, that's not what anyone would ever do. People run, they will (laughs) leave. And that's what you should do in this situation. She sees that the dumbwaiter's door door is open all of a sudden. And then she goes over to it, and peers down into the dark chasm of the dumbwaiter you can't see down there here's what i would assume if that was me i would be like what the fuck is in this room with me that door wasn't open before i'm very observant
1: this is this is pre-movies though Haley. they don't don't know about this stuff they haven't seen these things
0: it's a gut feeling they're not (laughs) listening to themselves and we'll get to that in a minute I have yeah. some theories about this
1: uh, okay. what this
0: movie is representing as well.
1: Mm. Oh, interesting.
0: So if it was me, I would not even approach the dumb waiter. <laughs> I'd say what in the what is the, in the room with me? You're not allowed to touch me or get near me, and I would leave, completely leave the room. Someone would have to come back with me to check the dumbwaiter. There would have to be flashlights involved. There would have to be multiple things. People would take care of it, and then we would nail that thing shut. Okay? I'm not fucking around. I would not approach the dumbwaiter. And also, I would assume if I leaned into it to look down into the darkness, either A... Something's gonna jump up at me from the mm-hmm. darkness, or two, or B. I guess I shouldn't say that door is coming down and it's gonna behead me.
1: Mm, yep. Those are the two options. That's that was my exact fear. It was like you gonna stick your head through there. Mm-hmm. Something gonna happen. Plop. Yeah. It's gonna fall down, come rolling out into the Snip, basement, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Those are the options you have. So stay away from the dumb waiter. Don't peer into the darkness. I just, I really don't understand that. And then, so we're introduced to all these little girls and they all have mm-hmm. some kind of issue. There's like, the really like uppity older one. Oh, yeah. And then there's the one who wants to be like the uppity older one. Mm-hmm. And then there's the two sort of middle girls who are just kind of hanging out with the older ones. yeah. But then going and doing their own thing. And then there's two other girls who are younger sisters are they sisters i thought they were just friends
1: no i'm pretty yeah they're sisters i'm pretty sure
0: oh okay well that puts a different spin on it i think
1: i'm pretty sure they were sisters
0: well if they were sisters they didn't act like sisters <laughs> they just acted like friends
1: there was janice
0: yeah janice she's got polio Yep. and it's really a shame that there's nothing that has cured polio yet <laughs> wink wink <laughs> So Janice has polio, and then the other one has a little bob cut. That's, I don't even remember her name. Linda. Okay. Yeah, just a little bob. Mm -hmm. And...
1: She looks like a doll.
0: She does. She kind of looks like a doll. That's true. Here brings another issue for me. All of these women, girls, female characters, Mm -hmm. they felt things were off. They felt things were not right. They could feel when the spirit was in the room. It's also shot in that typical like horror movie way where you know something is going to move in the background and you're just waiting for it to happen. And even though I expected it every time, I was disappointed when it didn't happen. And it does happen quite frequently. Like It is, I I think what made it not so scary for me was that It was scary in the ways I expected it to be scary. Mm, With the little jump scares or the movements in the back or the the lighting, the faces, the little creepy bits, I kind of expected something to happen and it did. So I was a little bit more prepared than (laughs) I would have been if it was doing things a little differently or what have you. And I think that's part of what made it fun because I don't watch scary movies that often so because it was scary in the ways that i expected it to be it was kind of
1: fun (laughs) instead of
0: just being straight up terrifying (laughs) Mm, yeah yeah so i did appreciate that but the women characters they knew something was wrong and yet they never really speak up about it and they never do anything about it and they never honor their feelings and their intuition yeah and start asking questions. And so I don't like the way that it, like women being silent about stuff they know is wrong is just like a normal thing. Yeah. And I don't like that. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, you guys, you should have spoke up. And there are many reasons they couldn't, right? As characters, these were orphans. They were already on thin ice. They were, this was their last chance at living all together. Or they were going to be split up. They didn't have anywhere else to go. Yada, yada, yada. And like with the the nun, she was grateful that they were bringing her in. You know, like they didn't want to let rock the boat, blah, 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 blah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. But just as people, oh my God, like we need to speak up more often. We need to listen mm-hmm. to our guts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just feel like women don't enough give their guts credit. Mm-hmm. That gut feeling, those those things that pop into your head, like they mean something. Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes we kind of overlook them because if we just pay attention to what's in our heads, we're crazy. Or we've lost our minds <laughs> or we're weird or whatever. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. <laughs> so what? I'm weird. Who fucking cares? That's me. You know what? If I'm so weird, that means dumb shits will stay the fuck away from me and I don't have to worry <laughs> about it. So, anyway, just, you know, listen to your insides more, honor your feelings. I think we can take that wisdom away, yeah, if anything, yeah. from this insano scare movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this movie did come out in 2017.
0: Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, That's so- way sooner than I thought.
1: Okay. But that is a year before The Haunting of Hill House, which we watched, which I felt like mastered the character, things in the background and things moving in the background.
0: Yeah, that show, if you have not seen it, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. Gosh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Because it's compelling on just like the scary show level. Yeah. But... The deeper part to me, I really saw it as a representation of mental illness and depression and stuff. Yeah. And that took it to a whole nother level for me. And if you think of it and watch it in that way, it's just like, oh, my God.
1: Yes. Just the the whole, like, things moving and stuff. I think, I think that movie or that show kind of really set us to, like, expect it and see it and stuff. So, yeah, this one didn't have quite that master of it that but it was it was it still had good but yeah i think they
0: used they had good use of the lighting that would have been Mm. in those situations i felt like they used the lighting elements and because it was really dark a lot of it takes place at night in this house and i felt like the way that they did the scares with the lighting and stuff yeah. made it creepier and more believable because they're just kind of working with what would kind of be there naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why you just automatically expect it. Cause there are just these dark hallways that you can't see <laughs> the end of and you don't know what's back there. And yeah. then you kind of see a shadow move or something and it freaks you out. Yeah. I did, I did think,
1: <laughs> I forget who directed this one. But I thought they did a good job with lighting overall. Like, oh, yeah. Just like some of the stuff. And there's like a couple spots where it transitions from night to day.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's some
1: cool uh, just kind of lighting effects there and stuff. And times where light's coming through slats in the boards and just all yeah. kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah, I did really appreciate that about it. So all
1: continuing right. on with the story. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so Janice, polio girl, she decides to go into this room. Something spooky has been happening. She's not really sure what... She finds a note that says, come find me, like the little girl used to give to her father. And she doesn't know that. She doesn't know about the little girl at this point. No. So she goes into this room that she is told not to go into because it's locked all the time. She has no business being in there. Well, she goes in there and everything is just creepy as fuck, <laughs> right? She finds this dollhouse that is as big as her. It's as tall as she <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. It's an amazing, massive dollhouse made to look like the house that they are in. And the thing about this dollhouse, it was so beautiful. And I just kept thinking, my parents would never, (laughs) uh, they would never let me have that dollhouse. (laughs) I I didn't, I I never had a room that big. You know, like as big as this girl's. Oh my God. There was one house. I moved around a lot, you guys. I've moved 29 times in my life and so there was always a new house and there's some that i like more than others of course but there was this one that we looked at i think when we were moving to south carolina and the room that i would have had was a really nice big room and it had this bay window and i just wanted to like set up a bench and sit at this window and read all day and i i I just felt like it was kind of like a princess room to me. I loved it. Of course, we didn't get that house. So, Mm. (laughs) but I always think about that room like, oh man, I wish that could have been my room (laughs) growing up. And that room would have been more like the rooms in this house. But it also made me think of my Barbie dream house.
1: It was in the 70s colors, So it was like
0: mustard yellow and orange and mm. <laughs> and like off white. <laughs> and I loved that thing so much. I loved it. Mm. And when we got ready to move from Texas to South Carolina, my parents made me get rid of so many things. Mm. Anything That's that nice. I loved, loved the most, I had to get rid of. So they made me get rid of the Barbie dream house. Which I was devastated about Mm. because I loved that thing. I played with it. I didn't understand why I needed to get rid of it because I enjoyed it. And I think that was also the move where the box that had my collection of bookmarks that I'd been collecting forever. It was like a big Ziploc bag full of bookmarks. (laughs) And my dirty dancing poster. That Um. box went missing. I put that Uh. in quotation marks because I don't believe that's what happened. And I was super duper bummed. Yeah. Anyway, this dollhouse made me think of my Barbie dream house. <laughs> but it's like way, way, way better.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It's massive. The the room, there's a room that looks like the girl's room. Yeah, it looks a,
0: exactly like the house.
1: A little doll in it that looks like the girl.
0: Mm, I thought that thing was going to move. Yeah. It never
1: did. But yeah. I thought it was going to.
0: So the little girl, she's snooping around this room. And she goes to the closet, which... Y'all, come on. Don't ever go to the closet. Don't open the closet. (laughs) She opens this closet and there's that fucking doll. And as soon as I saw her face, I said, no. If you open a dark closet and the only thing looking up at you is this Annabelle face... You say no, and you slam the door. That's not what this girl did. She didn't even seem scared that a fucking doll was staring back at her. And that's her first mistake. Go go snoop in the room, but you see that fucking doll? And it's locked in a closet with the Bible pages all over it and a cross? You shut that door. You need to get back.
1: Well, she did shut the door and open again.
0: she waited like it wasn't a big thing (laughs) that this creepy ass doll, just about as big as she was, was staring up at her. Mm, Yeah. I would would not. (laughs) I would fucking run. So she shuts the door and she's snooping around the room again. The closet door opens twice. She's still in the room snooping after she has gone back and shut the closet door. Mm -hmm. It opens on its own twice, and you don't get the fuck out the room? I yeah. don't understand that. I do not understand. Again, I'm just like, I'm yelling at the TV. Girl, you better go. Girl, you better go. Shut that door. Go. Run. <laughs> of course, can't run. She's got polio. So she's limping around everywhere mm-hmm. with her metal brace on like she's Forrest Gump. So, she-, <laughs> she decides to keep snooping, even though the door has opened again. She threw a sheet on Annabelle, mm-hmm. the doll. And shuts the door. Or did she shut it all the way? I don't know. She goes snooping. She goes to the little record player area. It's at another window opposite the, like on the other side of the room. Then, I knew this was going to happen. Annabelle fucking gets up out the chair and starts walking to the girl.
1: It's just the sheet. All you see is the sheet.
0: But we know that Annabelle is under there. Yeah. It's It looks like a fucking ghost. Mm-hmm. It's the shape of a ghost. The sheet is over this thing that's stomping towards her. She makes no sound. Now, at this point, the man has seen her reflection in the window as he's coming across the the yard. <laughs> yeah. They look at each other for a moment. I, don't, I think he's thinking he might see a ghost of his daughter. Yeah. She's like, oh, fuck, I'm about to get found out because I'm not supposed to be in here. <laughs> so she turns around to book it because, you know, she needs some extra time to get to the room. There's a fucking sheet person walking towards her and she doesn't. I mean, I would scream. I would. Something would come out. Yeah. Yeah. I would at least try. (laughs) She doesn't do anything. And I just didn't understand that. Yeah. This thing is stomping. It's it's loud. (laughs) Then the sheet starts to pull down like really hard off of this thing, and you don't know what you're going to see, but you're expecting Annabelle because that's what she put the sheet on? (laughs) No, sir. There was nothing under there. Fucking nothing. It was nothing. And what does she do? Limps her ass back to her room and lays down. She doesn't even process that she just saw an entity walk towards her. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't even think about it. How do you process that? You know what you've seen, and then yeah. nothing is there. It is a mind fuck. It mm-hmm. is a mind fuck. And I will tell you this I don't think that I mentioned this ghost story when we were talking about ghost stories in the Tangent Alert episode. Oh, yeah. But let me tell you a ghost story. So, my sister, Chrissy, had this, she lived in this house, and I went down there. To visit, she lives in. Well, she lived in Georgia at the time, like near Augusta, right? Mm, yeah. Because I lived in North Augusta, South Carolina, for a while. So, hello. Anyway, we went down there. Well, you weren't. You weren't there, Sean. It was just me <laughs> <laughs> and my stepdad and my mom. Anyway, we went down there because my sister was getting married and. We went to stay in her house, but there was only a few bedrooms and there was a lot of us staying in the house. So my sister and I slept in sleeping bags on the floor in the living room. Now, she had already told me this house was haunted, but I I just didn't, it didn't really resonate with me, you know, because I hadn't experienced the things that she had experienced there. So we say goodnight, we put our heads down, so we're laying on our stomachs on the floor and we've chit-chatted we put our heads down like in our hands, you know, so you you're you you can not see what's around you and stuff, uh-huh, do you know what I'm saying? you know, like your hands are folded up, your head is sort of in your in your arms, okay, does that make sense? You're looking at me like i'm you have no clue what I'm saying
1: <laughs> i, I, I we gonna go to sleep like that i I don't know, yes, yeah,
0: so we were gonna go to sleep like that. Yeah,
1: that's okay. just how
0: we were laying, all right, okay. And so we're like, good night, good night. You know, we need to try to go to bed. We hear footsteps come from the dining room. It was like dress shoes on a hard floor. And she had wood floors. So that part made sense. But we hear footsteps come from the dining room into the living room and stop right at our heads. Now, I knew that everybody was asleep already because Chrissy and I had stayed up late Mm chit-chatting. Everyone else was accounted for. They were in their rooms. Wes was sleeping on the couch. Everyone was sleeping. And I looked up, as like, who is here? Because <laughs> I thought maybe they were mad we were still awake. Nobody was there. And that's the moment I knew, oh, fuck, this house is haunted. Mm. It was terrifying. When you hear something, when you see something and nothing's there, it is fucking terrifying. And so that that really freaked me out. And yeah. Chrissy had heard the same thing and we immediately were like, "Okay, you heard that, you expected <laughs> to see something." So did I. And she's like, "I told you." <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the first something that happened during that trip. The other time was my aunt was going to the kitchen. So it was like kitchen, dining room, living room in this longer part of the house, right? My aunt was closer to the kitchen. I was closer to the living room. We had chit-chatted. I was walking away. And Mm -hmm. I hear her go, psst. And I turned around and she was looking at me. And I was like, what? And she said, well, I thought you wanted to get my attention. I said, I was like, didn't you just make a sound? She said, no, didn't you? I said, no. (laughs) We both heard psst and we both thought it was each other cuz we knew each other was like <laughs> yeah close but no neither one of us made that sound and we heard it plain as day mm, here's and they heard the ants who were sleeping in a different room heard whispers and stuff throughout their time there with right. not you know nowhere it was coming from i had to stay in that house by myself while i was there because Once my sister got married, her and her husband, and then my mom and my stepdad, they all went to Dollywood or something. And I stayed there because I was going to hang out with my friends and my little sister. I stayed in that house by myself and it was scary. I basically, I just played CDs the whole time. So every night I would put on my Maroon 5 CD. (laughs) I had their first album and I really liked it. And I put the CD on and I just played Maroon 5 all night long. And I think it kept the ghost at bay because (laughs) I didn't have any just straight up issues, but I was always terrified. So even just taking a shower, I would take the cat into the bathroom with me because it was stinky. And I'd be like, okay, you need to let me know if something's here. Because it was also one of those clawfoot tubs with the, the curtain all around it.
1: Um, and yeah. that's
0: like straight up, you yeah. know, poltergeist shit right there. <laughs> I was so scared and I was always looking for shadows outside the curtain. <laughs> and I, I was just terrified to wash my hair because I'd have to close my eyes to rinse it. It was a nightmare. I kept Stinky as my guard. This is uh, this is veered off Annabelle territory, but I'm just trying to tell you <laughs> about the ghost situation. So I'm just saying, you shouldn't forget these things and you should not explain them away and not process them because it is terrifying and this little girl just pretends like it never happened yeah then stuff starts happening to other people in the house yeah. so her other little i guess her sister or whatever finds a hidden chamber under the stairs which is already creepy enough yeah she's just snooping around and then She turns around and there's the fucking Annabelle doll sitting in a chair. And then it snatches backward into the darkness. (laughs) She barely makes a sound. She falls out of the cubby hole. Yeah. And then goes about her business. She doesn't tell anyone. (laughs) And I don't understand why they're not exchanging stories. Like, look, if you see this doll, fucking run. Look, don't go into that room. None of us should be going into that room. We need to stick together yeah. and we need to make sure that we're all on the same page here because there's a fucking crazy doll and shit is going down and we need to get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: just don't understand why they weren't exchanging stories.
1: The decisions. Not, not so great.
0: Right. And they're never processing anything that's happening to them. They're already orphans. They've got a lot of mm. inner work to do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They need therapy. Mm -hmm. And now they definitely need therapy because they're not processing the haunting that is happening around them. And it made me so worried for these children.
1: Because the next thing is, so I think polio girl overhears that the Mullins had a daughter and that she died. And then that night, I think she goes up into the daughter's room and Annabelle's like... Sitting on the bed.
0: Oh, they both go into Annabelle's room together.
1: Yeah, yeah. Linda gets a little freaked out. Yeah, she Linda leaves. gets
0: freaked out. She's already scared of the doll. She yeah. actually listens to her gut and gets the fuck out the room. Yeah. Good job, Linda. So Janice still stays. She's hanging out. Now, there's a puppet show booth in this child's room. Oh, that was the, creepy. The puppets start moving around and waving on their own. Yeah,
1: they're like waving at her. That was that was like a gently creepy moment for me. I was like... Oh, that's fucking weird. They're just, yeah, waving at her.
0: Just like old school, like kind of medieval-looking puppetry. Just waving at her. Yeah. And then she goes over to it and snatches a puppet off, and there's nothing there. Yeah. Like, why would you even touch anything? (sighs) Just get out of there. Yeah. Limp your polio ass back to your bunk bed and go to bed. You don't Mm -hmm. need to be in there. Only bad things happen now. So yeah. And then she sees Annabelle, like the real Annabelle, who is the daughter who we find out her full name is Annabelle. They just call her B. Yeah. And she's this little girl and she goes to this window and she starts tapping. Now, Janice, she's trying to help. She's like, "Okay, this is terrifying me. But here's a little girl who obviously needs help. Maybe I can say something for her. Maybe she needs to give me a message to give to someone. How can I help this soul Go mm-hmm. to the next place where it needs to go. Yeah. So Janice was trying to be nice. She's like, can I, can I help you? Is there, is there something you need? Is there something you need? I don't think that's a question you should be asking a poltergeist, but just say, <laughs> it, can I help you? Can I pass a message on to someone? Yeah. Is there something you need to say? Don't ask them uh, what they need, okay? <laughs> just to be safe. Because we be find safe. out
1: mm-hmm. what she needs.
0: Yeah. So little girl's tapping on the thing and then she turns around and she's just like crispy face like she's been burned up mm-hmm. and her eyes are green and she's got like snarly teeth and yeah. stuff and she goes I need your soul <laughs> and it was terrifying and this is what I was like mm-hmm. what the fuck she needs your soul because <laughs> I thought it was just a little girl being mad that that she died. And in that case, I was wondering why she didn't haunt the guy who killed her, because he was obviously Mm. not doing what he should have done. It was obviously a guy driving so fast on a road like that. Mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah. So this threw me off because I didn't expect this demonic element to come into it. Yeah. Now, I know Annabelle, you know, and generally speaking, I know Annabelle. I know she ain't right. I know that there is, you know, evil there. I've heard of Annabelle. I have an idea about Annabelle. But I just didn't expect this level of demonic Mm. behavior happening at this point. So that terrified me. I was very scared. So yeah, Annabelle wants her soul. And so Homegirl is desperately trying to get away. Now remember, she's got a brace on her leg. She can only clinkety clack, rock back and forth walk. (laughs) And there is a uh, motorized chair on the stairs, but for it to work, she has to buckle the seat and (laughs) she can't get the chair to work and she buckles the seat at the last minute. Now she's already desperately trying to get away from Uh, this thing. So now she's seen Annabelle become a demon. And then this cloud of black smoky stuff comes out and is just swallowing the house whole, essentially. So she's on her little motorized chair trying to get away from this thing. And then, I mean, come on. It's a <laughs> demon. It's going to make the chair go the other way. It's going to come get you. <laughs> and I get that she was freaked out. But she's just she's just trying to get away. And this this is when this thought dawned on me. Stay with me here, okay?
1: Okay, okay.
0: This made me think that the demon represents adulthood and that essentially what is happening to this girl in this moment is that she's getting her period for the first time (laughs) the demon is the period (laughs) her life is forever changed she is no longer a little girl she can no longer cling to the the innocent dolls of her youth she has to prepare for the real world now does that make sense to you
1: interesting interesting
0: i just saw it as maybe a metaphor for you know puberty yeah yeah. (laughs) and how hellish it will get from here on out
1: because later she she does change
0: yeah Mm -hmm. and you know how teenage girls be okay (laughs) (laughs) so i'm just saying it has it has some weight to it that theory that's my my observation
1: The demon ends up yanking her off of this chair and just dropping her into the middle of the room.
0: Yeah, just down into the foyer.
1: Yeah, didn't really do much else to her. So the next thing, she's coming back in a wheelchair now. Yeah,
0: just both legs don't work now.
1: Which ends up leading to her getting wheeled out into the yard. And then...
0: Well, okay, so here's where I have some other questions. All right. Because so far in this Annabelle creation movie, we're not learning about how Annabelle was created we're not learning where that demonic force comes from it's not just a little girl who misses her family and is haunting her childhood home there's something else there it's not the little girl and i was like uh, why would this child just be so evil simply from being hit by a car Mm -hmm. that didn't make sense to me and i thought if you're so mad Haunt the bastard that killed you, not your family, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, and then I also asked, how are we explaining away what we've seen and what has happened to us? Because the girl comes back in a wheelchair. She's just kind of sad. They tell her, They say, she's just not feeling good right now. Bitch was dropped from a third story a ceiling, <laughs> lost a boot in the process. Her yeah. legs don't work. She knows what she's seen. And she's just acting like everything's fine. How does she explain away in her mind what she has seen and what has happened to her? Because she did live through it. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I was like, we're not really learning how Annabelle was created.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: also, I was really mad at her for not warning anybody. She did not ever bring the other girls around and say, stay the fuck away from this doll. We need to murder the doll. We need to get out of here. We need to stick together. We need to watch each other's back. Shit is getting real. I don't have my legs anymore. And y'all need to listen up. She never said
1: that. The first thing she should have done is told her sister not to go back in that room.
0: Hello. Thank you.
1: Once they're done talking, the sister goes right up. She goes right
0: right back in. the room. Oh, there's a there's something in there. Yeah. Or there's a noise. She Let looks me through the keyhole. Go in that is this when she looks through the keyhole? Yes. Oh fuck. Okay. So here's the thing. You are in a creepy house. You've seen some creepy shit. Mm-hmm. Something creepy has happened to your sister. Yep. You hear a noise at night in the creepy room, and you're like, should I go in? First of all, no, bitch. You shouldn't <laughs> go in. You should run. Secondly, you look through the keyhole. Here's the thing. When you look through the keyhole, expect your eye to be poked out. That's what I expect. Right? Don't get up to the keyhole. You stay away from it. That's when something comes out at you. Now, she lived through the keyhole experience. But what did she see through the keyhole? That fucking Annabelle doll in a rocking chair, rocking back and forth. Now, when that rocking chair starts rocking don't be knocking (laughs) run (laughs) so that I just don't understand why that wasn't the first thing but what does this dumb little white girl do she opens the door to peek in there be like did I see what I think I saw (laughs) bitch just listen to your guts and run yeah but no she looks in the room and guess who's not in the rocking chair that's still rocking fucking Annabelle Mm. that is when she decides, okay, I'm going to go back to my room. And that's when she has the gun.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's it's this little, I don't know what it would be called. It, it looks massive, but it has a ball in it on a string. Yeah. And when you shoot it, you can reel the ball back in like a fishing pole. And so she does that. Now, we know something is going to snatch this ball. <laughs> and it does the second time that she shoots it out. And it yanks and it yanks and it yanks. And then it pulls the gun away. Now she gets terrified, of course, and she runs and gets on her top bunk mm-hmm. and she stares and she hides. And it's creepy. Like, why not shut the fucking door instead of staring into the darkness? That's the other thing. That's why I make sure that all my closet doors and everything is shut. Otherwise, it's a chasm of darkness and you don't know what is going to pop out. I will never let a closet door be open in my vicinity when I'm trying to sleep. It ain't right.
1: Okay, I don't like it it at all.
0: I will make Sean get out of bed and go shut the closet door if it's opened while I'm in bed. (laughs) and we essentially have curtains as closet doors and that still counts the same Mm -hmm. shut the curtain i don't want darkness staring at me (laughs) so i don't know why she didn't just shut and lock the door that's what i would have done yeah she gets onto her top bunk well guess what y'all something comes padding in in bare feet and jumps in the bed below her. And what does she do? She fucking looks down the crack of the wall. And who's staring back at her? Fucking Annabelle. Now that made me jump. I was terrified. I gasped. Yeah. And I don't know how you would live through that, right? <laughs> then she sees a demon hand. It's just like a black pointy nailed demon hand grab Annabelle's face and pull her in like over to the bed so girl can't see Annabelle at all. Oh my lord. Mm -hmm. I would, I would probably poop myself at that point. (laughs) Like that's enough. I don't need more to happen. Poop. That's it. I'm done. Somehow she falls asleep. Yeah. And of course there's no one in there when she wakes up, but oh my Lord, just mm -mm, no. (laughs) The next thing is that polio girl who now can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. And the nun has to leave her there so she can go help the old lady. Because we find out that the mom, she had some shit happen to her. And I guess we can go ahead and talk about that. We find out that this demon, so essentially the daughter was dead. Mm -hmm. They prayed to whatever would listen to them. That they wanted their daughter back no matter what. And they would honor whatever entity energy wanted to deliver their daughter to them. So then they started having poltergeisty things happen, and they realized it's the daughter. Well, she felt good about the daughter haunting her. Yeah. But then they realized it's not the daughter. We've invited this entity to live here. Yeah. It the, asked the, to. Yeah. It asked to move into Annabelle. The doll. The, yes. The doll. Annabelle. The doll. Oh, that's right, because we've already stated the daughter's name is Annabelle. Yeah. Sorry. The demon, they didn't know it was a demon, asked to move into the doll in order to hang out there more they thought that was the daughter no it was the demon so now the demon lives in the house and the doll is is the haunted doll right mm-hmm. they find out the demon is coming through this doll because the demon has attacked the mother and scratched her face and stolen her like, eyeball
1: like some sort of demon burn on her face like, yeah just it's like, like a hand
0: burn but like out her and and everything. Gross. yeah yeah and so she wears this Mask made to look like a doll face, <laughs> on half of her face, like she's the Phantom of the Opera, yeah. and she stays in this curtained bed all the time because she's just hiding her her demon burned face, Phantom of the Opera style, and that's what we. She lives in the house. We find out she's not just like some scary lady. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where was that going with that? We we find out essentially there is this demon, yeah, and this demon wants. Uh, Soul, And here's the thing. Here's the other question. And I know I wrote it down somewhere. The demon says, I want your soul. Now, I thought the demon had already asked the parents for a soul, essentially one of theirs, so it could live in the real world and move about the cabin, essentially, instead of being stuck in the doll and with the doll. Right. And they just they denied it. And it got mad. And it tried to kill the mom, but Mm. somehow didn't succeed. They took Annabelle, they locked her in a closet that they had, you know, they had a priest come, it was covered in Bible pages, they doused it with holy water, they put up a cross, all that stuff, and they kept Annabelle locked in there. Essentially, that would keep the demon locked away in the doll, in the house, where it wouldn't be able to get out of that space. So we find all of this out from the mother. Later on, but essentially the mother is there and she needs help. She can't really like do a lot of stuff for herself. I guess she can't walk very well.
1: Yeah, apparently something
0: is you know something else. I guess instead of just her face, she she's missing the eye. But I otherwise I didn't know what exactly was wrong with her. So the the nun goes to help the mom, and then some entity starts pushing the wheelchair girl into the creepy barn, and locking Mm -hmm. her in there, like dumping her out of her wheelchair, locking her in there. This thing pretends to be the nun, but is just like dead and blue and mm. demonic-looking. We don't really see its face otherwise, yeah. but we see just like the skin. P- dumps her into this, and it's just like straight-up poltergeisty, something fierce. Yeah. Right there is stuff banging around. We got the actual entity pushing her wheelchair, so full-bodied apparition. We got doors banging. There's stuff being thrown, there's footsteps and stuff. And I wrote down, what the fucking shit is that? Because (laughs) the girl is crawling. She's trying to crawl. Her wheelchair has been thrown at her. She's trying to get the fuck out. And when she looks up, there is this fucking demon child crawling to her. Now, this kind of um, imagery is why I never wanted to have kids. (laughs) Because to me, this is what kids look like. It terrifies me. I don't want to be responsible for anybody else. And, and so there's this just like, you know, that weird crawling that kids do, except in the movie, it's very segmented. And then she's also just like really demonic, but she's dressed as a child. It's terrifying. Crawls up to her, boom. We don't know what's happened, but we assume her body's been taken over.
1: Well, she like spits like black stuff right oh her well mouth. yeah
0: she throws up black stuff in her mouth but like other than being gross we don't know yeah. if that's the way the demon is getting out Yeah. also the demon was in the poltergeist of the young girl instead of in the doll when this happened which I didn't quite understand and then essentially takes the body of this young girl well it wanted a soul it wanted a body to live in now it's got one yeah. but that's the other part I had an issue with is then it's not done It still wants to murder everyone in the house. Like, how many souls do you need, you greedy fuck? Like, don't you just need one body so you can go do whatever the fuck you demon
1: people do? Apparently it's kill little girls.
0: Well, I just don't understand why (laughs) he needed to take everybody in the house out with him. I just don't get it.
1: That's what they enjoy doing, probably. Yeah,
0: I guess that's what they like.
1: I mean, the mom, she gets it pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Well, the dad. Mr.
1: Mullins gets it first.
0: Yeah, the dad freaks out about the doll. He finds out the doll is running amok again. He gets pissed off. He goes searching for it. The Essentially, his, he finds his, well, he finds Annabelle, right, at the table, the dining table. And he goes to see the little note that is like what he wrote to his daughter. And he understands that that's where this is coming from. So while he's talking, to well, not really talking to Annabelle, but while he, he understands, oh, the doll's running amok, this shit is going down, uh-huh. he turns and there's Janice and she says something creepy and then she disappears into the darkness and she, her eyes glow and she starts lacking and like growing <laughs> big. It's yeah. this weird like transformer thing that this demon does <laughs> where it starts like all the bones lacking, and it's, it's turning all weird. I'm trying to do it right <laughs> now. <laughs> and it grows really tall. And it's this demon. And he holds up his cross. And then the demon turns all of his fingers back. Like, breaks all of yeah. his fingers. Yeesh. And we hear him cry. And the nun comes looking for him. And he's dead. Yeah. He's gone.
1: He got desold.
0: Desold. Yeah, it did look like he got the life sucked out of him.
1: Yeah. A bit. I guess that's then ambulance takes him away and then the nun goes in and talks to the mom and finds out the whole backstory
0: Mm. right that's this is when we find out everything so i wasn't too far off from explaining it to the people and here's the thing i don't like when dolls have personalities i don't (laughs) like that like i loved my barbies But I know that I was what gave them their personalities and acted out different storylines. Like, all bets were off when I got the new kids Barbie dolls. Like, everybody went (laughs) out on a date. Jackets (laughs) did come off, people. Somebody made out. (laughs) It was my Barbie she got to make out with Joe Mack. But that's all they did, because she was a good girl, and she wasn't going to do anything naughty. that's a whole nother story for another time. Mm. I don't like when dolls have personalities because it's someone else to be responsible for. I already think and worry about other people all the time and as a kid I was very like careful and I took care of my stuffed animals and my Barbies and everything. If I thought there was an actual something living in a doll and like there was a personality there and and someone I had to be responsible for, oh, my God, I would never get anything done. I need to be able to just put it away and go about my life for a little bit, you know? Yeah. And that that just stood out to me. If dolls had personalities, it's just one other thing for me to be responsible for that I really don't have the emotional capacity to do so, you know? Like, I I, I just need the things that are for me. And it was... That was just a lot to me as I was thinking about it. But nobody learns. And re- the little girl, the sister, Linda, she decides to take the doll. Now, she had some cojones to go pick up that doll. <laughs>
1: yeah, Because really.
0: I don't think I could get near it at all. <laughs> yeah. She actually carries the thing out to the well that's out in a field, down a hill, across a pasture, like... She's going all the way out to this well. Yeah. She sets the doll down. I thought that she should never let it go. But she had to open the wooden top to the well. And then the nun comes out and is like, what are you doing? And she's just worried about the girl. She's very nice. And she the the girl throws Annabelle down the well. And here's the thing. When you're trying to banish a haunted doll into a well, you need to shut that well right away. <laughs> yeah. Don't dick around. Don't just leave it
1: open. Look back down the well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so here's the other thing. When you're getting rid of a haunted doll in a well, don't go back to the well and lean all the way over and look down into the darkness because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get yanked in. That's a given. It's a given that hands or something is going to come out and snatch you. And you're probably not going to be prepared for it because you're stupid enough to look down into the well. Yeah. So that's the thing. Close it up immediately. Get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. Don't peer down. Don't lean over. Close it. Yep. And I just, oh, man, I get so mad when they do that. When they're like, oh, what? D- did I hear a noise? Is it really down there? Yes, bitch, you threw it down there. Get the fuck out of here. I just can't stand it. I can't stand it.
1: I know. What's the best case scenario when you look down there? It's just, it's yeah. just laying there.
0: Yeah. There are eyes looking back at you. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. you, And you can't see there. It's only worst
1: case scenarios when you look down there.
0: Yeah. It's all bad news. All bad news. I wrote down pet cemetery situation, and I was wondering why I did that. Probably
1: when the Mrs. Mullins described the, the situation, I got a pet cemetery vibe from it as well.
0: Oh, okay. When,
1: when she described what was going on and stuff.
0: All right. Where well, they're essentially asking their daughter to come back. That's what it was. But when something comes back, you don't get to dictate what it is. Yeah. Necessarily. You know, like if you're trying to get your pet back and you put them in the pet cemetery, it ain't that pet that's coming back, and that's that's the bitch of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Is that we want to see those people, those animals again, but we can't, son. Yeah, they're they're gone, and we have to again. You have to process. You have to process the death of different parts of your life. You have to process the grief of God, everything, to essentially be able to move forward and have some kind of sanity. Mm -hmm. And really, sometimes it's never done. I feel like I'm going to be grieving parts of my life my entire life. Yeah, yeah. It's just like never done, (laughs) which sucks. It sucks. I'm tearing up. I'm trying not to. So, So I also said, be careful who you give permission to. Because it does ask to live mm-hmm. in the doll. And yep. she says, yes, you can't just let whatever live in your dolls. Nope. It's not a good idea. And don't trust the pet cemetery. Yeah. I think those are also lessons we can learn from this.
1: Yeah. So then they they drop down, bell down the well. They come running back. Mm-hmm. Uh. They find Annabelle still under the covers or something back there. Yeah,
0: she's back at the house.
1: And they, I think they hear the bell, maybe. They go into Mrs. Mullins' room, and there's Mrs. Mullins. Mm-hmm. She's been crucified with crucifixes and, and torn in half.
0: Yeah, she's missing the lower half. We don't even see that. Yeah. And also there was that part where the, I think it was the kid was sitting with her back to the door. And then she started crack-a-lacking and stretching and turning big. Oh, yeah. And she almost looked like like a slutty girl who was pretending to be a babe, like a sexy baby. (laughs) Because I swear when she got taller, she had titties. Like, they had to use a different body. And then she was toddling around on these high heels like drunk girls do when they come out of the club. Just, like, walking on her ankles. You know what I'm talking about? It was more drunkenly than creepy to me, that one. i just like, the little girl turned into a slutty lady that just got out of the club. That's what she looked like.
1: She turned into a sexy Babadook
0: yes baba duke (laughs) so again i ask how many souls does this motherfucker need he's so greedy and then then we have a fucking haunted scarecrow out of the blue Mm -hmm. there's this creepy scarecrow in the barn that the girls were fucking with
1: the teenage girl this demon's a great multitasker because
0: he's he's everywhere yeah
1: doing lots of stuff
0: and that was the other thing like i come on pick pick a topic Instead of jumping around everywhere. You want that girl's soul? Or do you want all of it? I don't understand. (laughs) I'd probably take the body of the older one because she's about to be done. She can move out and you don't have to question anything. You don't have to tell anybody anything.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: you can just act a little different. Get out on your own. Nobody has to know you're a demon. If the demon was (laughs) smart, that's how they do it. (laughs) But demons are stupid. So anyway, the scarecrow is suddenly going missing. There's all this like flash of light as the girls are trying to escape in the truck, but they can't get the truck started. So the headlights come on and off, on and off. There's a lot of that sort of flickering (laughs) of things, um, flickering of lights and seeing things, you know, often in different parts. And fucking Scarecrow goes missing. And nobody believes the girl who saw it go missing because she's (laughs) actually paying attention. So what do they do? They go to the barn and they see the fucking Scarecrow in the barn. And then the older girl gets herself locked in the barn. Why would you open a door that's banging? (laughs) That's the other thing. You you hear banging on a door where you know no one is there. You've seen haunting stuff happening. You hear banging on the door and you go to open it? (laughs) Fucking dumb. (laughs) If there's banging on a door that's not supposed to be there, you run. You drop everything if you have to, and you run. You don't dick around. You don't wait to see what's on the other side of that. You get the fuck out of there is what you do. Indeed. And I don't know how to really say that to the people. Mm -hmm. I don't think that people listening to this are stupid enough to open the fucking door. I think they're going to run. I think we've got smart people listening to us. Anyway, it just goes straight up haunted house. We're in a barn. There's an axe. She's trying to get out. The Scarecrow's over there. You know he's going to jump out. He's going to do something at some point here. (laughs) Yeah. The lights are flickering on and off. And then they start twisting. The light bulbs start twisting (laughs) and going off and on. We're still watching the Scarecrow. Homegirl doesn't trust him. And then he grows demon hands and teeth. (laughs) Yep. And then what does she do? She gets the ladder. (laughs) Climbs up to the top of it to screw the light bag on. Now, I don't have to tell you this is a white girl in a horror movie, do I? Because she climbs up a fucking ladder when there's a demonic <laughs> scarecrow across the room? Yeah. Jesus. And then she just kind of waits. She screws the light bulb back in, just kind of looks around. Like, are, are you coming for me, scarecrow? Yeah i oh that it just drives me insane See, <laughs> so yes yeah the demon is everywhere he's doing stuff all over the house all over the barn the the, the girl goes down into the dumb waiter
1: oh yeah and goes In to the, the
0: basement or whatever yeah. and then there's a dead woman crawling towards
1: her yeah the mom just the top half of her mrs mullins
0: yeah but she was she was Crucifixed in the bedroom, so who was in the basement? I, I couldn't that, understand that part.
1: Yeah, that was the but she got you know taken over and pulled herself down, and then because it was definitely her because the back half of her was missing, she was crying. Yeah, at she her.
0: was just kind of dragging herself across yeah. the floor. Yeah. Well, I didn't like it, it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and I did write down demons are tricky woo. Uh, <laughs> You try to run, but they know. That's what I wrote down. Because they know where you are. You're not tricking them.
1: Yeah. You, they
0: can hear you breathe. Yeah. They know when you're hiding in the dumbwaiter.
1: I imagine they feed off your fear.
0: I so imagine they could sense I think that's why yeah. they kind of do
1: the whole run around, you know? Yeah. You know, it's just kind of killing you just straight out.
0: I also wrote down, don't go believing you are safe. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> She's just looking for, she's the Linda, she's looking for the nun in the house. And I just felt like she was too willy nilly about it. She wasn't on guard enough. And that really bothered me. And then that's when she goes back into Annabelle's room. And I thought maybe she'd be safe in the closet because it is, you know, sanctified or whatever you're going to call it. Blessed. But Annabelle was in there. (laughs) The doll. (laughs) Yeah. And that was just too much. So by this time, Linda is hiding from Janice, whose body has been possessed. And she's going around trying to kill everybody. And she comes into the room. And uh, I wrote down the activity was off the chart. Lights were (laughs) flickering. The house is shaking after this girl comes out, right?
1: Well, the nun pushes Janice into the closet with Annabelle and then brings down that... Uh,
0: That's right. They that lock her in with like a
1: dresser or something. So that she's locked in there. Yeah,
0: so just everything is... Ha- the whole house is shaking. Everything is going crazy. The nun is trying to save Linda. And uh, they do lock Janice in the thing. The girls are safe. They're with the nun.
1: Yeah, so they really, lived. It was only the... Only the Mullins died.
0: Yeah, which is very surprising. Yeah. Really, considering. And... The police come. Janice is not in the closet. She's eaten her way out. Yeah, and she she through is. through one of the walls. She's out on, on the wind. <laughs> no one can find her. We don't know where she is. Annabelle is there, but the the priest has apparently, you know, done whatever he does to dolls in order to make the demons go away. And so we're told Annabelle's the doll is fine. Yeah.
1: She's a conduit, but she's been cleansed currently
0: currently i guess being the operative word but then oh my god so everybody's leaving this house and linda has a doll that she's taking with her it's this doll that janice's doll yeah i think it's janice's doll because janice fucked her doll up yeah when she was trying to kill her how could you ever own a doll again No matter what it looked like, Mm -mm. how could you... I wouldn't have any stuffed animals. I wouldn't have anything considered adult (laughs) at all. I wouldn't have action figures, nothing. (laughs) I would not do that. And she was clinging to this little thing, and I don't understand.
1: So then it flashes over to another orphanage, and there's two people coming in to in theory adopt someone and we kind of get the feeling oh it's got to be linda's gotta be getting adopted right boom turn around it's janice Janice. and she goes hi i'm annabelle
0: yeah so she's now taken on the identity of annabelle she's still being her body is still taken over by a demon they these people give her a raggedy and doll as a you know token of their affection as they're trying to adopt her If you know anything about the real story of Annabelle, this is based on something real. And the real Annabelle is actually a Raggedy Ann doll. Mm, Yeah. It wasn't a museum for a bit. But the the real Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll. So that was a little like winky wink (laughs) thing, I guess (laughs) they did. Yeah. And then it goes to 12 years later. It just
1: goes to 12 years later after all of this. Janice slash Annabelle has grown up. And me, looks
0: nothing <laughs> like you would assume she would look. She looks nothing like the little girl she once was. Yeah. So Completely think, different face and hair and everything.
1: So somehow I think this is... I, I think we haven't seen, I don't know which of the Annabelle movies, but I think this is where it ties into the next... Ooh, oh, actually, oh, okay. I think I have a timeline thing here. Okay, so... Doo-doo-doo. Yeah, so then I think, yeah, it ties directly then into... The Annabelle movie I believe just called Annabelle
0: okay cuz then this this grown adopted Janice is going bump in the night her adopted parents wake up then she comes in slices her dad's throat and then some dude comes in it looks like they're part of a cult and then I guess he like kills the mom I don't know what's happening there the neighbors kind of see something happening And the man goes to check on it. And I'm assuming some shit goes down from that. Because then it looks like the lady who's the neighbor is actually in the other Annabelle movie or whatever.
1: Janice's name was changed to Annabelle, and she was adopted by the Higgins family after she grew up and joined a cult. She then returned Mm. to her adopted home and murdered her parents.
0: Oh. And then
1: somehow then the Annabelle doll goes to someone else or i don't know something like that Mm,
0: that keeps on going
1: so they actually have a timeline here so it should be that 1943 was when the mullins daughter died Mm. so then it was 1955 is when this movie happened okay i thought
0: it was way earlier
1: yeah i did too but apparently not Okay.
0: Well, and then they have this close-up of Annabelle at the end, this little jump thing. (laughs) And I was expecting this bitch's eyes to move or something. This bitch waited till the last minute when it started to fade to black, and then she turned her fucking head. (laughs) And I jumped. (laughs) I was terrified. I hate Annabelle.
1: Well, Haley, have you wondered if you would want yourself to go into a doll? No. I don't. Well, in case you did... I did find on spellsofmagic.com a spell for casting instructions for go into a doll's body.
0: Like right away or once you die?
1: No, apparently this is just while you're alive. You can just do it whenever.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So, you lay the doll in the middle of a pentagram. Of course. Things you will need. A pentagram, a candle, and of course the doll.
0: Just one candle? Why not five for the points of the mm, pentagram? Just one. Did they say what color? No. Hmm. <laughs>
1: So you lay the doll in the middle of the pentagram and say this chant nine times as you hold the unlit candle above the doll. Hmm. Spirits of the night. You're going to say it? You got to say it nine times to do it and have all this stuff. So I think if I say it one time. I was like, don't bring
0: nothing into this house.
1: If I say it one time, I think it's okay. (laughs) Okay. As long as I don't say it nine times. All right. Spirits of the night, I wish to transfer my soul into this doll's body. I will become a doll on this night in this place. Make this me, spirits of the night. I will awaken as the doll. Awake.
0: Do they tell you how to get back into your body? No. What it, happens to your body when you're in the doll? Well,
1: uh, you're not even done with the the. I got questions here. So then you sit, sit the candle down, and leave the doll laying in the middle of the pentagram. On the next morning, you, you should leave be the a doll.
0: candle unattended all night. That's it's dangerous. It's unla- Oh, okay. Yeah you never light the candle, why do you need it? I don't that know. doesn't make sense to me. Does it light up once that you're in the doll or uh, and also I'm not sure. as a detection mode for knowing when you're in the doll that's not really needed because you're gonna be in the doll and you're gonna know that you're in the doll.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and what do you do once you're in the doll? Can you make it move? Can you walk? Can you do <laughs> stuff? Or do you just sit there Because that's not fun. Why would you use all your magic to get yourself into a doll? If you can't do anything but sit there, yeah, it's fucking annoying.
1: Well, the comments say, you know, it it won't work. So,
0: duh, <laughs> you don't even <laughs> light the candle. How do you expect it to work? <laughs> I that's I just don't get that. That's it. Yeah, I think there needs to be at least five candles. You need to light them. There needs to be more there. It's just not a well-written spell.
1: Yeah, I give you that. Mm -hmm. Somehow it got rated five of five stars, though.
0: How come? I don't don't get it.
1: I don't know who rated it. And also,
0: there's nothing to get yourself back into your body.
1: Mm. No, apparently not.
0: Here's what you should do. Just buy one of them spy dolls. Mm -hmm. You know one of the ones with the cameras?
1: Mm, Yeah. If
0: you want to be a doll so bad, get a camera, strap it to a doll, and sit it there. (laughs) That's what a doll sees all the time.
1: (laughs) See, I would think, you know, you have the unlit candle and everything. Mm -hmm. Once you... Are moved into the doll. The candle lights.
0: That's what I suggested. And then, as
1: it burns down,
0: that's your time to be in the doll.
1: Yeah, that's ah. that. That's what I would expect. They don't.
0: I mean, a good candle that could be like a hundred and twenty hours or something. It's a lot of time. I guess it's that depends
1: being... on how big of a how long you want to be in this doll. Is how big of a candle you get.
0: And like, how how are you choosing what doll you're in?
1: I was gonna ask you if you were gonna transfer your soul into a doll and possibly like you know scare people and stuff what kind of doll would you transfer yourself into
0: I don't know if I'd want to scare people I think I'd just want attention (laughs) (laughs) I think I would transfer (laughs) myself into like a hot animatronic doll (laughs) like a real doll but not just for sex (laughs) I just I'd want to be like super hot and then see what how people treat me (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm telling you, hot people get treated differently than not hot people.
1: And I'm not saying
0: that I'm not hot. I mean, I have my moments where I'm pretty hot. But in society's view, I am not hot. And I know that. (laughs) I am plus size. That's all you need to know about me to know that I'm not hot in society's view of what hot should be. And also, fuck society. (laughs) So anyway, I think I'd want to be transferred into a hot animatronic doll that looks like a real person so I could just be someone else for the day and see how people treat me. I don't really think I'd want to scare anyone. Yeah. yeah. That's a waste of my time. (laughs) If I can transfer myself into a doll's body, wow, I'm fucking strong. I need to have a mission when I do it. (laughs) I don't want to be scaring people. Ugh i want something real i want some real shit can i go into a store and like go like to tiffany's and steal all the jewels and get away with it because i'm just a fucking doll i don't know
1: huh interesting
0: can i get on a a private jet and go somewhere like the maldives (laughs) i'm hot so i could talk a billionaire into letting me use this private jet so i could go to the maldives for a week or however long i'm a fucking doll hot doll So, A, I don't have to wear SPF and the sun's not going to bother me because what? I'm a doll. I can wear a bikini. I can be hot and splash around in the water. And myself, I don't really have to worry about sitting on a plane for that long. (laughs) I don't want to use a bathroom plane. And as a doll, I don't have to use the bathroom at all. I don't have to eat. I don't have to waste time doing any of that stuff. How great is that? I don't have to use the bathroom? Oh, my God. That'd be great. (laughs) are you kidding i could just go do stuff and and like do all of this stuff without worrying about all of the humanness of it
1: i guess we gotta go get a real doll and a candle
0: <laughs> sounds like a good time doesn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs> well have you ever thought about owning your own no haunted doll never never
0: you know, if I go to a thrift store, I'm very particular... Oh, fuck no. He just brought up haunted dolls. I'm very particular about what I touch at a thrift store. Because I don't want to touch something that is haunted. <laughs> and dolls? No. I won't secondhand a doll at all.
1: Well, I, I found this one particular seller. They seem to only sell haunted dolls. They're called Haunted Honeys on eBay.
0: Haunted honeys, come on.
1: You can get Anna Grace. She has an infant spirit that is precious and loves cuddles. Nope. $70.
0: Don't want a baby.
1: Ooh, what about this Carolyn one? No. Nope. She's 28, positive, very sweet and bonds quickly. She
0: looks more high-maintenance than me. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, Whoa. not this troll, baby.
1: Oh, yeah, this is uh, Patrick, inhabited by a nine-year-old spirit. Tagalong loves Spongebob.
0: Now, how do you find out that the spirit haunting the troll doll loves Spongebob? How does that come up?
1: See, I don't know. One thing is, is like, I had researched this a while back mm-hmm. at one point, And all of the links for the dolls that I had come by had already sold. So I think this... People are buying these haunted dolls like nobody's yeah, business. This haunted doll person goes through quite a number of haunted dolls. So I started to wonder if they're putting spirits into these dolls Mm -hmm. versus like organically finding dolls that have spirits in them, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Plus, I mean that definitely, they definitely know like, Oh, (laughs) I stole this soul and put it in this body. I know who it is.
0: Yeah. Here's a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like the witch in the Hansel and Gretel. Put them kids in your little oven, batch them up into these dolls, boom.
1: Oh, here you go. No. This is the one you want. No. Nelly. Katie the cowgirl. She's four years, a country bumpkin,
0: <laughs> and loves
1: farm animals.
0: I mean, we at least have two things in common.
1: She's in a little cowboy Although, outfit.
0: I wouldn't call myself a country bumpkin. I feel that I'm more of a southern male. <laughs> than a bumpkin
1: well but i am
0: more practical i'm i'm practical like a bumpkin i am glamorous like a southern belle this one i don't trust at all it was found in a graveyard they just say friendly (laughs) (laughs) it just says 14 years old found in a graveyard friendly i'm sorry what Now, was the spirit found in the graveyard or was the doll found in the graveyard? And why are you taking anything from the graveyard home with you? I don't understand that either. Mystery cursing doll? Ooh, Ooh, brings misfortune to your enemies. That (laughs) I like.
1: (laughs) Oh, look at this next one. Oh. Oh, no. It's like this frightening clown one.
0: I don't like clowns. I I hate clowns. But its name is Pluto. They're a Star Wars fan, though. We have that in common. They're
1: a Star Wars fan.
0: Oh, my Lord. Oh, the next one sounds like me. 27 years old, judgmental and funny. (laughs) Oh, and her name is Shine. Hello, that's Haley. (laughs) I think they took me and put me in that doll.
1: (laughs) 20 bucks. Somebody can own your doll. It's a frightening doll, though.
0: It looks frightening. It's like a Harlequin thing very 80s with the the like turquoise and the baby pink. Yeah, I don't like that color combo. This is insane. How are they finding all these haunted dolls? And how do you get something certified fresh haunted? Because if people are just snatching these up for whatever, $40, $50, $90 for this one, I'll say my little ponies are haunted. I'll make up stories for every single one of them. If people want to buy stuff, let them buy stuff. <laughs> see this is like i'd love to be able to come up with something that so i can have some money from stupid people who are willing to part with theirs i just wish i could i wish i was the kind of person that could take advantage of people that way and i'm not i'm certainly not and sometimes i really wish i was because i would be doing better financially if i could be like that This is just bananas to me like why do you want to own a haunted doll you know the things that could happen this one kind of looks like my child her name is (laughs) steva she's a movie star she has a strong presence she sounds like me too maybe I'm just a living haunted doll (laughs) hear me out there have been some things (laughs) trauma very you know crazy shit that I shouldn't have seen just like someone who gets in a haunted doll. And apparently all of these just have very
1: particular personalities. This other one's a fire spirit found outside of a burned home. Oh,
0: fuck. That like, makes sense.
1: Don't get it. Yeah. It's going to burn your house down.
0: Yeah. How do you think that thing survived a home burning? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Was it in the clutches of a burned corpse?
0: Right? We don't know.
1: <laughs> we'll never
0: know. Y'all, why are you wasting your money on this stuff? There's no way. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff that I buy that people think I shouldn't be buying, but come on. Now, if it is haunted, you're asking for trouble. If it's not haunted, you're wasting some money. At least it's not too much money. You could have more expensive hobbies, so I guess whatever. If you've got the space for them, who's dusting all of these dolls? I don't get it. Dust piles up so fast. I'm always dusting. Hate it.
1: Haley. Yeah. What? What if if I told you I wasted some money?
0: (laughs) You'd better not have brought a haunted doll into this house. If you tell me that you're going to spring up a haunted doll that you spent $25 on and brought into this house, I will fucking run. That's what I'll do. Did you bring a haunted doll in this house?
1: It's a little bit different.
0: What the fuck did you bring in this house?
1: If you could just uh lift up your pillow there?
0: No, Sean. No. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Sean, I'm not looking under the pillow. There better not be someone looking back at me.
1: It's nothing bad. It's nothing bad. Is it
0: a haunted doll?
1: No, it's not a haunted doll.
0: Sean, this ain't right. Are you It's under my pillow?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what is that? It's a little sack.
0: Okay, I'm not touching it. Why not? You can tell me what's in there. <laughs> what's in the sack, Sean? What's in the sack?
1: Well, it's actually uh, Guatemalan worry dolls. So, what they are is, at least as the the stories go, I don't know. I'm not from Guatemala. But they're basically these little dolls that like kids would especially use, and at night, you tell each of the dolls one of your worries, you put them in a the little sack and stick it under your, your pillow, and the dolls will help take your worries away.
0: Oh. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. They're not haunted. No. You sure? Yes. All right. Let me look at them. If something pops out at me, <laughs> I'm going to be very angry. It's a little canvas bag, you guys. It's, it's blue. it just got
1: spiders in it.
0: I would fu- I'd I'd beat the lever living shit out of you. <laughs> they would arrest me. I'd be like, he gave me haunted dolls. What else was I supposed to do? All right, it has a little piece of paper in it. Guatemalan worry dolls. He was right. According to the legend, Guatemalan children tell one worry to each doll. He's He's told us this when they go to bed. All right. And the dolls have taken all the worries away. that's very sweet, oh, and they're very tiny, yeah, they're like kind of the top the top segment of your pinky finger and they're they're made of sticks and some fabric tied together, oh, and they have a little bit of fabric on them like they're wearing a little clothes, they have stuff that looks like a hair on top. Oh, they're very pretty colors, too. This one has a face and little arms. That's three. There's four. That one has a little face. This one's frowning a little bit. (laughs) That one I don't trust as much. (laughs) This one just looks worried. (laughs) Which I guess it's a worry doll, so. (laughs) I, I would expect a certain facial expression. And this one also has a face. So there's three, four, five, six in here in the little sack and then you can put them in there and close it up.
1: Yep, yeah, so at night you can tell them your little worries. Okay. Put them in there and hopefully in the morning you'll have Don't less to worry about.
0: Well, I appreciate that and that's very sweet. Not as scary as I was expecting. Mm. If you brought a haunted doll in this house <laughs> I was going to kick your ass. I was, <laughs> That is not okay. (laughs) And if it looked like Annabelle? (laughs) Motherfucker, I don't think I'd speak to you again. (laughs) That is Mm. not all right. I appreciate these. That's very thoughtful. And I will do my best to saddle them with all of my issues <laughs> instead of carrying them around with me every day. <laughs>
1: well, I guess that means you're not you don't have uh petiophobia What is that? A fear of dolls.
0: I have a healthy fear of dolls. In that <laughs> if they look fucking creepy, they have to stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, yeah. But I do I enjoy like I loved Barbie dolls as a kid, and I did have a few baby dolls. But again, I basically dressed them and did their hair cute. I wanted them to be like hang out with their friends and go do fun things. I didn't. There was never like a, a motherly vibe there. And again, mm. my mom, not great. <laughs> so that didn't inspire me to want to be a mom. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> but I, I just, again, healthy fear. If I see a porcelain baby doll, if there's dolls in an antique store, I stay the fuck away. (laughs) All right, I turn the other way. But a Barbie doll with some cute clothes or nice hair, I'm going to look. I'm going to be like, oh, that's cute. (laughs) Oh, what are the... Sometimes when I'm in Target, every once in a while, I'll go down the toy aisles. Because I want to see what the kids have now that I didn't have then. (laughs) And I want to say, these whippersnappers nowadays... I didn't have that. I, ki- I always say when I go down these aisles, I would have killed someone for that when I was a kid. <laughs> no, I never would have. I didn't like to kill anything. But the idea is there. Did I want one of them plush ponies that was big enough I could ride on it? Absolutely. Did my mom never buy me one and told me she didn't buy me one because I was too fat? Yes, she did. So I never had one because apparently I was too fat to have a lot of the things that I wanted. Oh, we, oui. but I like to look at the dolls. I like to look <laughs> at the toys that the kids have nowadays and say, oh, that's cute. Oh man, I would have loved that when I was a kid. That's great. But if again, porcelain, if it's one of those creepy motherfuckers, no, thank you. I don't want a baby doll. That's just ripe for the demonic possession. <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of kids, Oof. if you're a parent, I got a new like Halloween tradition you can start. Uh-oh. What is it? And it is called the doll in the hall.
0: <laughs> so, oh shit. So
1: instead of <laughs> So instead of the elf on the shelf, you do the doll in the hall.
0: Now, I would say as a parent like as a parent that would be funny even though I think as a parent I would never want to freak out my kid that bad where I would then have to be responsible for staying awake with them in their room at night because they're terrified of the doll in the hall. Yeah, true. At, so like as a as an auntie or something, where you don't have to necessarily deal with the consequences of terrifying a child, Yeah, the doll in the hall might be just fine.
1: So basically, this mom got like a creepy doll. And I think she told, I think the the daughter, she told her to throw it away or something. But then like Uh, the next day it was back somewhere. And then like, so then like every night she'd place it in a different spot.
0: Yeah, so they've basically done the Elf in the Shelf stuff. Like from pictures I've seen of people. I don't fuck with the (laughs) Elf on the Shelf. But yeah, this lady has pictures. The doll's sitting on the day bed. She's laying in a closet. She's hiding in the trash can. This doll is everywhere. And that would terrify me as a child. Absolutely. I would be forever fucked. And there's definitely no way I would have a doll after that. No way. I was so scared you were going to have bought a haunted doll. And that was what I was going to find staring at me from under my pillow. I was terrified. And I was ready... To push everything out of the way and run.
1: (laughs) Would you imagine that even, like, essentially in our neck of the woods, right over the river in Portland, there are a couple who does creepy doll adoption agency.
0: Oh my lord.
1: Essentially.
0: That seems like a Portland thing, to be honest with you.
1: It's called Unsettling Toy Removal, and Vice has a video with them, so we're going to watch that. just watched Creepy Doll Adoption Agency, which was about this company called Unsettling Toy Removal and Rehoming. Wow. At un- UnsettlingToys.com.
0: Yeah, I mean, they do seem really happy about what they're doing, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. more power to them. But Yeah, they enjoy it. Yeah, they like creepy stuff. They think it's fun, so that's cool. Also, you know, it's, these aren't going into a landfill, so... Yeah. It is helpful for the environment that these dolls be rehomed. There are some creepy motherfuckers, though. And I'm kind of <laughs> tempted to, like, sign up for their newsletter and see if they have some kind of open house again.
1: Oh, yeah, true.
0: Because I would be tempted to just go see what everything looks and feels like. Because this is frightening. And I'm sure the people would love to know my thoughts. If I went to a haunted doll store to just to look around.
1: If you like got a positive I... feeling from one, would you get it?
0: If I got a positive feeling from one, I might get it. Yeah. Because it's a positive feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I do I do feel like I feel the feelings well, you know. Mm-hmm. I am empathic in that I can feel the sort of energies and feelings of other people. That's why it's a fucking nightmare to be (laughs) in a crowd. (laughs) So I feel like I could pick up on those things. And I I have in the past had feelings like walking into a building or, Mm, you know, being around something or like touching something at a thrift store, which is why I try not to do it anymore. (laughs) Because I don't want to take those feelings with me. And I'm not really good at at shutting off the things that aren't mine to carry, Mm. if that makes sense. I kind of take it all on and it's exhausting. Yeah, These are very creepy dolls. I think it would be really weird to be in the room with them because they are so creepy. And I just don't like it. Oh my God. Oh, those things really creep me out.
1: (laughs) Those like Harlequin things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Those super creep me out. I don't trust those. I don't trust clowns at all. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ooh, look at that one!
0: Oh, that Barbie! I had a Barbie that looked like that. It's the old 1950s oh, really? Barbie with like the brown fro and the blue eyeshadow. <laughs> I probably still have her. Oh, really? Yeah, in my Barbie bin. <laughs> I'll have to go look. She was my mom's, I think, before oh. she was mine. So she probably crazy haunted. Yeah. That the thing next to it looks like some kind of
1: <laughs>
0: monkey from The Wizard of Oz, and it's oh, frightening. yeah so we're looking at their website and there is a ton of weird shit
1: yeah so you can look at their website and see the unsettling toys they have available but you can't just like straight up buy them you actually have a little because they don't want it to go to the wrong home where because they had someone burn one and stuff so
0: well how is that bad I mean they bought it can't they (laughs) do whatever and if it's haunted and it's bad let's burn it I had I had a dog like that (laughs) I had that dog when I was a kid. It's like, it's kind of like a little metal dachshund thing with the uh, little tail that moves oh, back I and forth. I remember you telling me
1: about that. Yeah.
0: I, and the, the flappy ears like that. I had that dog when I was a kid. And I think I've had that one too with the yarn bangs. I've had that doll before when I was a kid. I still think I'm maybe a haunted doll, you guys. Just like a giant haunted doll. <laughs> <laughs> With with style and class, but a haunted doll nevertheless. Oh, I don't like that one with the big forehead. I don't trust a too big forehead. I'll tell you that right now. If your head, forehead's too big, you need bangs. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I don't trust that strawberry looking one. I don't trust these dolls. That one's got Doc Brown hair. You know that that one's been through some shit right there. That one's flux capacitors all the way fucked up.
1: Well, I think that is the content I was bringing to you.
0: We've exhausted the haunted doll.
1: I mean, there's more. There's
0: There's always more. I mean, yeah. we some of these things we could just do endlessly
1: yeah on youtube there's like tons of people who do stories about haunted dolls and all kinds of stuff so if you're really interested in haunted dolls you can find lots of stuff
0: so do people with haunted dolls do they come forward willingly and like easily for all of these people to have so much stuff to use like these people who do youtube videos They're constantly, I'm guessing, finding people who say they have haunted dolls. Mm, Is that just so common that we don't realize that all these people have haunted dolls? That's bananas to me. That you would, it wouldn't be an exhaustive search to find the people you're looking for Mm. with these particular topics. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord.
1: I did have that. You have watched another haunted doll movie. Dead silence. Which With one Mr. was Mr. Donnie Wahlberg?
0: Oh, was that that ventriloquist dummy motherfucker who kept turning yeah. his head like that? Yep. The things I do for Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> you know what? He should have told me my eyes were irresistible, which he did. Because I've been watching these crazy ass, scary ass movies because he's in it. Mm-hmm. Saul. <laughs> I watched oh, yeah. the Saul movies because of Donnie Wahlberg otherwise i'm not watching that shit are you kidding me that crazy little motherfucker on the tricycle no thank you just uh, having these stupid games like saw off your hand or you (laughs) no and then this uh, ventriloquist dummy shit Mm -hmm. i watched it because of donnie motherfucking Wahlberg. you know his middle name elroy that's that's for for all you non-new kids (laughs) yeah i didn't like that one I still remember the head turning. Sometimes I try to do the head turn to creep you out. It doesn't work because you were expecting it.
1: I think one haunted doll that you do enjoy is in what we do in the shadows. Nadia's doll.
0: Yes, Nadia's doll. She tells it like it is. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's not so much a haunting as it is just giving you the truth. Uh, yeah. And in that way, maybe I'm also like a haunted doll. I'm just serving it up fresh, telling you like it is. I'm not dicking around. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I do like her doll. She's very funny. And and also she's a little bit of a horn dog. So we also have that in common. <laughs> I do wanna hear if anybody has any ghost stories. I want more ghost stories. It was more fun than I thought it was going to be, this topic. So I do appreciate it. I appreciate the Guatemalan worry dolls. I think that's a sweet touch. (laughs) I loved the popcorn for the movie. It made it all better. (laughs) (laughs) So I had fun. If anybody's had a haunted doll, I want to know. Has any doll you've ever owned? Or maybe a friend. You went over to your friend's house. Mm -hmm. Did they have some creepy doll you didn't trust? You didn't like? You stayed away from? Mm. I wanna know.
1: Yeah. Shoot. Mm-hmm.
0: That's my spooky impression.
1: And just remember if you get into a spot where you think there's some ghosts or something, open up your phone, go to Spotify, play some maroon five.
0: True. Ghost repellent, <laughs> maroon five. Remember that. That's a good that's another good thing to write down for this. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, listen, if you have anything you want to let us know, you want to get in touch with us, you can leave us a voicemail. I'm still under the impression it's a minute or less. You can email us at haleyhateseverything@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. You can check out our website, haleyhateseverything.com. It's all pretty, pretty simple, pretty laid out there. It's easy to find. There are links in the description. So it's easy. <laughs> it's super easy. You guys get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. We enjoy it. We are asking the universe to send us messages from people. So help out the universe and help us send us all of your, (laughs) all of your hauntings. We want to know about it.
1: (laughs) P.S. I need your soul.
0: (laughs) If you wake me up saying that, I will punch you in the face. I will punch you and run. I'm ready. I'm ready to run. (laughs) well we hate to say goodbye but we will see you next time (laughs) (laughs) bye bye y'all